This is a real weird episode of uh, Real Nerd Hours. I'm here solo today. Later on in the show, I'll have a few friends that I met up with earlier today and had a little chat with. And yeah, I mean, I hope you enjoy it. But for right now, we're going to get into some questions. You can join the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours to kind of engage in the community. It's a good time. Good people. I hope you enjoy that, too. (laughs) The first question we have comes from user Lakembra. He says, in episode nine, you mentioned going bowling alleys and roller rinks by yourself makes you look like a creep. I recently went to the movies by myself and felt like a total creep. FYI, it was the dog shit Chinese Matt Damon movie. It didn't help that my local theater has special singles only seats, so I had to sit way down in the front next to the trash bins with the other freaks and losers, and they make you leave through a side door five minutes before the movie ends so people don't have to witness your shame, but that might just be my local theater. But what's your take? Going to the movies by yourself, creepy or not? Uh, personally, and although Chet's not here to give his hot take on it, I don't think it's creepy. I do it all the time. I go by myself. I sneak in some alcohol, watch a nice movie by myself, and I go in the mornings, so there are hardly any people there. But I don't know that I have a good gauge on what's creepy and what's not anymore because it's it's tough to tell. I've been told today actually that i was a total creep but i don't know man i don't know it's it's tough to gauge that stuff personally in my eyes no doing things by yourself makes you a strong independent woman that don't need no man so (laughs) maybe maybe you're just fine maybe you're just fine i think you're just fine anyway and you don't you don't need anybody to go to the movies with you especially if you're gonna go see a bad movie by yourself and it's good that you can sneak out early so people don't have to witness your shame. That's a that's good. That's good. A plus for that movie theater. I wish there was one like that here in San Diego. The next question comes from Gigantic Meaty Balls. Do you ever talk differently to black people in the presence of black people versus talking to white people? I saw it on a Key and Peele sketch and I don't live in the US. I always wondered how accurate it was. Uh, I wish Chet was here because he, I think he would have good insight to this, but yes, I do. I certainly do, especially in the presence of white people. Uh, I am a firm believer in behavioral confirmation. Once you start doing things around certain people, they will pick up those habits and begin doing them themselves. You will hardly ever hear me say nigga or nigger, either or, because I don't, I typically reserve that kind of shit for being around uh, black folks. They have a better understanding of the irony and what the word actually, uh, the context of that word, especially because I don't know, I don't normally say it casually. It's bundled in with jokes that black people would understand, like comments and things that, that black folks would understand about certain, certain idiosyncrasies of different races and such i definitely do my best to kind of never say those types of things around white people because not only 
would it be horribly offensive if they were to ever say it to anybody else? The the reaction they would get wouldn't be a positive one. Whereas if I were to say it, it would be it would be fucking hilarious to the right group of people. And I I guess that's it's the same with you know, you have jokes that you can make around certain friends and other jokes that you can't make around another group of friends. It's the same type of thing. Like, I have a group of friends that could never, ever, ever be character witnesses for me in a trial, ever. Because I've said some fucking raw shit to them. Whereas another group of friends might know me better as more of a fun guy, more of a fun-loving guy, kind of a jokey joke man, or just a kind-hearted person. Whereas the people who know the real deep, dark Denzel... The, the the nihilist joke having ass Denzel could never ever testify for me in in a court of law ever ever on my because as soon as the charges come up they'd be like yeah he probably could have done that he said some wild and ass shit in the past and they're not necessarily people that I spend a ton of time with so if I'm real drunk and I say some wild and shit it'll be quiet for me for a very long time. <laughs> Especially in that dark cell. Shit, man. Glassberg asks, Have you ever had a horrible anime experience? Like, hypothetically, if you watch some shameful shit on Crunchyroll and then let your brother use your password and then realize you know he saw you watching giggling anime titty shows and neither of you can bring it up and now you speak less? You know, hypothetically. No, I don't watch anime regularly enough to justify a subscription to Crunchyroll. I don't think anime is good. I think anybody who likes anime should be shot. Anime sucks. (laughs) Of course, I'm kidding to a certain degree, but I, I honestly don't watch enough anime to get a subscription. And the last thing that I want to do is watch giggling anime titty shows because there's no substance there. It's ju- it's literally uh, softcore porn to a certain degree. And I have better uses for my time than that. At least I would certainly hope I do. The next question comes from Insanity Keep. He asks, what nerdy practical jokes did you perform in the past? I used to change the MS word autocorrect to change a phrase which would carry over to MS Outlook. One client service rep sent out emails and had all his thank you lines changed to may the force be with you for about a week before he noticed. When I was in junior high, I used to change the icons for batch scripts that I would write. The batch script would basically shut down the computer. It was like shut down dash T dash zero and I changed the icon to whatever the internet browser was. So anytime, we weren't supposed to be using the internet, but anytime that we would use like a internet explorer or, or Firefox at the time, they would click and the computer would shut down. Later on in my career working in IT at a film company, People, when they get up from their computers, weren't supposed to leave them unlocked. So what I would do is I would, in their startup folder, I would put like hundreds, hundreds of folders. 
So anytime that they left their computer unlocked and then logged off and logged back on, hundreds of just empty folders would open up in their computer and they wouldn't be able to get anything done. And as soon as we received a ticket saying, hey, my computer is opening up a bunch of folders in it, I knew automatically that they weren't doing what they were supposed to do because I wouldn't necessarily know who everybody was or where they sat or whatever. That was that was one. Another thing that I used to do is, although it's not necessarily nerdy, it's more of a dick move, I would go into rooms and turn up the thermostat all the way, as high as it could fucking go. And that's really about it. <laughs> just, I don't know. I don't know, just doing dumb shit like that. Sometimes I would change the monitors around, so... If they had two monitors, they couldn't go from right to left or left to right. They would have to go left and then it would wrap around to the right end or right and it would wrap around to the left. Or I would just invert their monitor completely so it was completely upside down. And people don't know how to fix that stuff or at least some people don't know how to fix that stuff. So I would get away pretty scot-free in in a lot of circumstances because they weren't doing what they were supposed to. And it was lit. It was a good-ass time. Putty1 has asked this question a couple times in a row now. And I don't... I don't know if he's actually, like, expecting a real response to this. But he asks, would you rather be stupid and gay or stupid and Asian? Uh, I mean, like... I'd rather just not be stupid. If that, if that counts for anything. Being stupid sucks. I hope that helps. The next question comes from our email, askrnh at gmail.com. And this one is from Zach. He says, just wanted to get your thoughts on first person shooters on the show. Best in brackets, favorite games, worst games, and what you're playing right now, if any. Chet would probably have a more in-depth answer to this, but I don't play a whole lot of first-person shooters. The last one that I played was Overwatch. I play some third-person games like The Division, Watch Dogs 2, Watch Dogs, those sort of games and stuff. Those games are cool. I I haven't been a huge fan of first-person shooters, mainly because... As soon as I've always gotten into them, the learning curve was too high and everybody was too good already. I played Battlefield 3 for the first time, maybe a year and change after it was released. And I had the most frustrating time playing it because I was getting spawn camped and I was being killed all the time. And it was not fun at all. It just, yeah, it was just a bad time in general. Hated that. Overwatch is, I think, a little bit better. It's more fun. I haven't played in a little while, though. I need to get back into it. Some of the games that I've been playing lately are Rocket League, Watch Dogs 2, This is the Police, which, you know, This is the Police isn't a very good game, as it turns out. It's very shallow. It's very good-looking. It's a good-looking game, but there's not much to it. The game that I last beat that I had played a ton of in the past was Sleeping Dogs. I had played that maybe a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago or something like that. I think it's a fucking fun game. The combat is the shit. It's so much fun. It's a good-ass game, man. It's a really good game. You should check that one out. I don't have a lot of 
worst games that I've played because anything that I don't like, I just immediately stop playing around with because it's not worth my time. There's mm, some of my favorite games. Uh, that's I really love Super Mario World. That's one of my faves. I guess, I mean, that's a difficult question to answer. I don't play a shitload of games like I used to because I don't have a whole lot of free time because I just do, I, I do varying stuff with my free time now. Damn, I wish Chet was here. He would have a really good answer for you, but sorry, I, I don't. And uh, it, this, I think the, this answer, I think the situation is exacerbated a little bit because your email has been sitting in the mailbox for a while and I kept forgetting to read it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This isn't the answer you're looking for. I'll bring. I'll bring this back up when Chet's back on the show, as well as a couple of the other questions on here, because I think you would have some good input, and it would be interesting to hear his take. I'm interested in hearing his take on it. The next question comes from Ryan. Have you guys ever friend zoned a female? We all know this happens with ugly bitches or dumpy potato looking chicks because we all know if she's ranking five or up, you're trying to hit it. Yeah, I've definitely friend zoned women before, but it's more along the lines of at least with a couple of my female friends, like I've had opportunities to have sex with them. And when I say a few, I mean very few. Let's just say out of 100 women that I know. I've only had the opportunity to have sex with maybe one to three of them. And I could have just been misreading the situation. That's, that's easy to assume. But I definitely put, it, put all that shit aside because yeah, I'd rather just be friends with them. Uh, I've seen what happens when they get into relationships. One of them, when she gets angry, she blacks out and her face gets all bright red. She starts screaming and stomping around. And outside of that, she's very chill. But I don't I don't know where that comes from. And it only seems to happen with her boyfriends. It's really fucking weird. When you have friends, you don't know who these people are to a, to a certain degree. You don't know what it's like to live with them. You don't want to live with a lot of your friends because they're just bad people to live with, but they're fun to hang out with. And like with with some women, it's like, uh, well, I'd rather I'd rather just not get into a relationship with you because I've seen how you act with your boyfriends, and I don't want any part of that, even if I have the opportunity. And we all know that sex isn't just sex. You can't just have sex with one of your female friends. That's not how it works. Although, in a dream world, that's how it would work. There, people change once, once you start having sex with them. And maybe for the better, maybe not for the better. Who the fuck knows? Not me. No way. Not me. Not my girlfriend. Not my problem. That's what I say. If you want to ask us a question, feel free to pop into the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. If you want to leave an email, email us at askrnh at gmail.com. If you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail, which we don't have this week, you can call us at 413-SAVAGE1. If you want to tweet me, I'm at that Denzel on Twitter. The show is at X Real Nerd Hours. Chet is at 
Bushido Brown SD. Although this isn't the end of the show. We're going to get into something that's off the beaten path. Something that I haven't done before. I went and talked to a couple of my friends who run a shop in downtown San Diego. You'll probably notice that the sound quality varies a little bit. I do apologize for that. Uh, I'm working on it. I tried to work on it. I tried to work out the kinks as much as possible. But we were recording on their equipment in their apartment. And getting, getting consistent sound across varying devices is fucking hard. So forgive me for that. If you guys are displeased, just let me know. You can tweet at me or leave a comment on the subreddit and or on the SoundCloud, whatever. Just, yeah, just let me know. Just let me know. And if you guys are feeling it, maybe we'll try to do this more often. Enjoy! As most of you know from listening, Chet is currently in Japan doing things in Japan. What's Chet doing? That's a good question. Drink. Apparently, he had a cocktail that had mayo and ranch in it and tequila at some spot, and that just sounds terrible i think that's a, definitely a drink i would make up jeez just to like why because you're white no just to be <laughs> funny oh so in in chet's stead i'm here today with darcy and jay huggins of five and a dime uh and good stuff cookie co hello everyone what's that <laughs> <laughs> right right now uh we're we're sitting in in their apartment just you know, hanging out, having a good chat. You guys are you guys are you're currently sitting in our podcast studio. Yes, yes, yes. It's Is nice being I... it's nice being on this end of it though, even though we're using all our our gear our <laughs> yeah. gear to do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I Why get... you don't feel as much pressure? Yeah, it's nice. Like I don't have to like. I think like when I do our podcast, I have a tendency to be worried about the dead silence. So I panic talk, you know, like I, I just, and, and sometimes I might talk in circles and then there's definitely, you were talking about a lot of the ums and uh, that, like there's lots of those I mean, in our podcast. That's what editing is for. We don't do that though. Oh, what's um, editing? Our format for our podcast is, so for, for your guys that are hearing us, I guess for the first time, our podcast is uh, called the 5D podcast. It's also titled Much About Nothing. The idea is that we just bullshit. It's a bullshit hour. We're on like our 56th episode and we don't have that many people listening. But like <laughs> right now it's uh, it's our sounding board. But what we came up with was like, let's just hit the re- record button and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we don't edit shit. That's um, a philosophy for our lives. It really is. It's half laziness. <laughs> and then just and the and then somehow uh, justifying the laziness. Okay. So we'll go like, oh, well, we're not gonna record, we're not gonna edit shit because we want people to to hear how we really sound. And if we say something stupid, we accidentally talk shit on somebody. Oops, <laughs> our bad. But really, what it boils down to is like we're too lazy to go in and edit it out. It's a hundred percent laziness. <laughs> it's not fifty. It's one hundred. There's for for our show because mm-hmm. we have uh we have a bunch of people in the a certain sect of a, a community okay. that listens to us and some of those people are our friends okay and so 
in order to protect the innocent, sometimes we will change their names or edit out stories about them because it's obvious that it's them if you listen to it and you uh, know that. No one's innocent. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> uh, we I was uh I was listening to a few comedians, right? A comedian podcast and you know, you wanted to bring us on your podcast to sort of help us a little bit, right? Like, let's be honest. Um, yeah. You guys, you guys have some people listening to your podcast. We don't have as many people listening to our <laughs> podcast. So, you know, you, you're you like, well, you got to cross-promote these podcasts. And I was listening to a we few comedians. Like, right. I was listening to a few, few comedians who also, that's kind of like their, their mainstay, their bread and butter is they like promote each other's podcasts. They go on somebody else's podcast, but they have a tendency to like really talk shit about each other and forget that they're being recorded. That's a real friendship. And I think <laughs> that, well, one, we've probably already pissed off some people accidentally because we said some stupid shit that maybe didn't really think through properly. But you know what, dude, we got to own it. That's <laughs> we, fair. That's know? fair. Yeah. So I'd like to hide from the truth as much as possible. <laughs> we got to own it, dude. And, and like if I accidentally said something bad about somebody, you know, like, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. <laughs> Before you put out the show. You basically record, export, and then immediately upload immediately. it. Immediately. It's going up like five minutes after the podcast is finished. <laughs> That's like our MO, man. It's, you know, the thing is, is we were tricked into, I feel like I was tricked into doing the podcast. And, um, <laughs> you know, people people are like, Such a victim. well, listen, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be the victim here, but I feel like I people all the time they gash you and they go, "Oh, you should do this and you should do that," or "We should do this or we should do that," and then really what it boils down to is like I end up doing the majority of the thing. Some of it is not their fault. Some of it is because I can't let go. I have, I'm a control freak, and I wa I want it like this way or the highway, so I I tend to piss people off or get it get in the way when we started our podcast i was tricked into it and i was like i don't really want to do this because i feel like i'm going to do the majority of the work and guess what i'm doing the majority of the work and so like a lot of the stuff we're learning as we go I, with our business too some of the stuff we have to we can't afford to do it the most professional way so like we have to just figure it out on our own thanks to youtube and these other outlets for allowing us to sort of learn and pick up things pretty quickly we really like even with the podcast we're just completely scraping the surface like we only know the most minimum amount there is to doing a podcast and even how to gain followers or viewers or listeners so that's the, that's the next thing that we're trying to work on is so you're running two right now, right? The Motor Union podcast right. as well as Much Ado, Much About Nothing. Right. I wouldn't well, call that a podcast yet. We've done one. <laughs> You've done one? We've done one Motor Union podcast. I, I heard a rumor that you were tricked into bringing back Motor Union. For those of you listening, it, Motor Union is basically a really nice car meetup. Dang, you're really easy at, to trick. I feel <laughs> like I'm into magicians Sorry. or something. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm getting tricked a lot. <laughs> Motor Union is a car meet mm -hmm. set at Green Flash Brewing in San Diego. Right now, it's set at Green Flash. Is that where it's permanent residency? Who knows? But that's where we do it. We do have a really great relationship with Dave from Dave Adams from Green Flash, and he's they give us a lot of freedom to do our event there. Doing doing these things, it's expensive, 
you know, and to be able to have a company like Green Fat Flash sort of support us and allow us to do an event there whilst saving some money is always, always good. It's, I think people enjoy it. For now, that's where we're going to probably keep it. And hey, they just opened up a brewery in Virginia. So who knows? There might be an East Coast version of it one day. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be cool. So one of one of the things that I wanted to bring up, because this is one of the most interesting stories that I've heard about you and from you, is your time running Gumball um, The Gumball? 3, yeah, 3, Gumball 3000. 3, um, Darcy's pretty much sick of these stories. <laughs> I hate all these fucking stories, though. I feel like I'm sick of telling them. Yeah? Yeah. No, it was a... Do the real condensed version. Okay, condensed version. 2008, Maximilian Cooper from Gumball 3000. Sorry. He invited us. He he has a clothing brand that's attached to, to the car rally. He's looking to position himself with other streetwear brands at the time in 2008 to try to help promote his thing. Is this the condensed version? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> this already went off yeah, the rails. It did. He just he asked us to get involved. He asked us to do the rally. And for those that don't know what it is, Gumball 3000 is they it happens once a year. You you travel 3,000 miles in your vehicle. It's usually over eight, seven to eight days. It, it takes place all over the world. When we did it, we did, we started in California, San Francisco, San Francisco, LA, San Diego, Las Vegas. We left Las Vegas. We flew to Shanghai. No, we flew to some, I can't remember the city in, in China. Then we flew to North Korea. We were in North Korea for one day, flew back, drove to Shanghai, Shanghai to Beijing and ended at the Olympics in 2008. Oh, that's Is that sick. the short version? Tell tell me more about North Korea. Oh, shit. Well, we only got to spend 24 hours there, so it was really brief. And I am 42 years old, but I haven't really got to travel much in my life. Imagine the very first country that you really get to, like, step foot in. I've traveled around America, but I haven't been tra- got the opportunity to travel overseas, right? So imagine the very first country that you, like, step foot in is North Korea. Like I don't have, but the problem is I don't have a gauge of what other countries are like. So when we get off the plane and we, when we get, when we get off the plane and I'm sitting there with my friend Ali Asha, who's world traveled and, and they immediately go, okay, we're going to take, we're going to take your passport and we're going to take your cell phones and we're going to take any, not recording device because they let us keep cameras. But they're like, you need to give us your passports and your cell phones, essentially. We threw them on the table. They chucked them in some plastic bags. And we were off onto the tour bus And before I knew it. And then Ali Asha just looks at me and he's like, Rick, this is crazy. <laughs> like, I can't believe my name's not Rick, by the way. But that's what we call, <laughs> we call everyone Rick. Um, he's like, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. We, that, we technically relinquished our lives at that point, you know. You give them your passport. Are we stuck? You know, like, I, I don't know. But it was fine. It was, it, was fine. To, it was totally fine. We, we. This is when Kim Jong-il was still Kim alive. Kim Jong-il right? was still alive. And um, did you guys get to drive through there in your cars or was it just for no. the tour? No. They, no. So initially when Max was talking to us about doing the event, that was something that was discussed. They were talking about us landing in China, getting in our cars, driving through North Korea. And then they were going to try to have this giant concert thing they just couldn't get it done there wasn't enough time to get all that done we were allowed access to the country for 24 hours this was when the olympics were going on so 
they, I guess Korea does this thing called the mass games. It's their version of the Olympics. And really all it is, is Cirque du Soleil on crazy steroids. <laughs> is it, is it the event where everybody in the country is participating? I don't know if everyone in the country is participating, but I did hear something that it's like about a hundred thousand people that have to participate in each of the events and they have different ones. It's not the same thing every time. So when we went, it was what we saw was gymnastics and we were in Pyongyang and we were in their soccer stadium. And apparently it's the world's biggest soccer stadium. It holds about 250,000 people. It's gigantic. So imagine. Wait, do they play soccer? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, North Korea has got people competing in the Olympics now. So I think that there's really do yeah. they also call it football? They, I I mean, <laughs> whatever the Korean word oh. for football is, yes. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Nice. So yeah, so well, that's that's actually how Max that's actually how Max became friends with some of these North Korean consulate guys because they were tr- the North Korean consulate guys were traveling to the UK to watch soccer matches oh, to f- okay. watch football matches. Yeah, yeah so okay. so that's how that happened for us anyways we were in the stadium now keep in mind it's probably 7 38 p.m north korea time uh, i have no idea what time it is in california at that point for us we were up all night partying in las vegas get on a plane fly to china but we're on we're on mark cuban's private jet which was but it's like Southwest airline style plane, but like all first class, right? Everything is like super kitted. It's really nice. I don't know how these guys managed to hook this shit up. It was amazing. One of the most amazing things I got to experience in my life. So we're on this plane. It's not one of the bigger airliners. So we have to fly up California to Alaska. And then from Alaska, we go across and over to China. So it made the flight longer. With that being said, we were probably in the plane in planes for about 24 hours, right? So we did 24 hours, partied all night in Vegas, didn't really sleep, slept kind of off and on on the plane. Land in North Korea, 24 hours have passed of traveling. Now it's 7:30, 8 o'clock their time, and it's hot as dick holes. <laughs> dude, in, in Korea? Dude, it's the middle of summer, it's like what was that? August? August. Yeah. I'm from California, dude. I'm not used to humidity. I was melting. <laughs> I was melting. It was so hot because you add the humidity. Now there's probably 100, 150 gumballers total like uh, this party. They escort us on these tour buses, take us to the stadium. We all line up. Get We sit in our seats in the stadium. And there's probably... Rough guess, five, 5,000 people in the stands watching the mass games. Now, keep in mind, the stadium holds 250,000 people. Is it, and is there were 100,000 people performing. And there was 100,000 <laughs> on the other side of the stadium. For 5,000 people. For five, maybe 10,000 people. Was everybody, the, the five, 10,000 people, were they all seated? In seated the on the other side of the stadium. Okay. So what they do is they set it up like everyone on the other side has got like those color cards and they do the really decorative scenery so they paint pictures as the acrobats are performing on the the grounds so if you get a chance go on youtube and just search 
mass games, you'll find all kinds of stuff on there. It's really, really cool. Of my total gumball experience, those were that was definitely probably the highlight of it. It was probably the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, whilst also being the most tired I've ever been in my life. Imagine trying to stay awake while this is happening. So you're hot, you're tired, your eyes are getting heavy, but you're like, this is amazing. But then your eyes would just, <laughs> would just like, your eyes would start to droop. I look over, 10 seats down, I look over at Max, the main guy, and he's like passed out in his chair. <laughs> and he's probably next to the most important like Korean dudes for their country, consulate members, generals. They're probably dead now. Like military <laughs> dudes. Like all kinds, of, and like, and like Max is just knocked out, head tilted back the whole night. I'm just kind of laughing like, oh my God, this is crazy. And we also went on that trip with like Bam Margera and Ryan Dunn and those guys. Don't don't leave out Alfonso. <laughs> Alfonso who? Ribeiro. Oh, yeah. Is that, I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. Come is on, think about it. I mean, no. not Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, it's Carlton. Nice. I don't even know how he came on the trip, but he did. Yeah, Carlton was on the trip. He was Carlton. He's like Carlton in real life to me. Is he? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> How so? I don't know. Like we went, when we were in China, one of the stops, we stopped at this really nice hotel along the way. And then they put together this really amazing meal. But as part of the meal, like they had insects you could eat and shit. J they were like pre- J ate nothing. Pre, you know, they were cooked crickets and I'm like literally sitting next to Carlton while he's eating like grasshoppers and shit. So it's fucking like the the whole trip was so surreal for me where I was just like, dude, I can't believe this is happening. I bet. That sounds like an amazing time. Yeah. Imagine like I'm in the bird's nest or whatever they call it in Beijing and I got to see Usain Bolt break the 100 meter dash world record and I'm sitting there next to like Ryan Dunn and Bam and them. I'm just going, this is so fucking tight. It's really weird. It was just weird. That's sick. That's sick as fuck. You had to pretend that he was in the Olympics (laughs) to get out of traffic. (laughs) Yeah. You know, earlier I've been talking about these weird chemtrails things that are going on outside like i'm not, listen i'm not i'm not a believer wait but is this prevalent what's this is prevalent what do you mean going on this is what right now do you look out in the sky do you see all the like <laughs> right see, now they're yeah. dousing us right Dude. now chemtrails we, i was Dude, are we getting another rainstorm i was on i was on instagram yeah, yeah nah, they're, they're trying to protect us apparently i was on instagram and from what? A, a buddy Global of mine, warming. <laughs> a buddy of mine was posting that, and this is where I got to be good at like not saying the names. A buddy of mine was posting that he's like, "Look in the sky. There's all these chemtrails. They're they're trying to stop a gigantic storm that's off that's out on our coast right now that's supposed to hit us." Uh huh. And I went online. I can't find anything on it, but obviously, if of they're trying to, can't. yeah, if they're trying to protect <laughs> us from this thing that. Apparently exists out there. Uh, mo- moving, moving on. So, well, what, so you don't well, want to talk about these sweet chemtrails. So, so my, well, here's my point, though. Here's there's a, there's a point to this story. The point is, is that when we were in, is this a fact based podcast? No. no, this is not. Okay, facts good. don't matter. Yeah, we okay, good, we, we fact we check nothing on our 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 cast. Good. Yeah. So do nothing. To, getting to Darcy's point. There's there's a reason. Wait, I had I, a point. Yeah, I have a yeah, you said you said uh I had to pretend we were in the Olympics. Oh yeah. There's a point to all this. With 
that being said, when we were in Beijing, the weather was amazing. It wasn't humid. It wasn't hot. There was no smog. It's definitely fake. I'm saying I think I think they can they were controlling the weather. I, I think they were. Okay, but here here's what, what my point. My point is is that the reason we got stuck in traffic is because they were monitoring the flow of cars on the freeways going in and out of Beijing. Even for smog. Yeah, because they didn't want to pollute. They were trying to keep the pollution down for the Olympics. So what ha- had happened was is we were driving around and then this car that had a really small gas tank, we kept running out of fuel. They they run on a higher octane out there. And so the car was just burning through the fuel. We pull off the road to get gas. We get We ended up getting stuck in a blockade, a good half a mile of cars waiting to go on the freeway. And our only exit was this gated thing. I took it upon myself to run up there to the gate and try to explain our importance. Like I felt like we were <laughs> like we didn't, we shouldn't have he was to trying s- to explain his white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to explain why well, I, I was, I was, what I was really afraid of is that we were going to lose everyone. So I didn't want to get stuck. So I was like, we got to go. Look at our car. We got to go to the Olympics. We have this group, but they didn't speak English. Obviously, I can't communicate to them well. I kept saying Olympics, Olympics. Then finally, they just like open the gate and let us go. Hey, that's good. Yeah. So I'm maybe they thought he made a running motion like he was in the Olympics. Yeah, I did a lot of hand <laughs> gestures trying to like make my point. You know, so maybe they thought I was in the Olympics. I don't know. Or they were just like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." <laughs> I, I I think it's the latter. <laughs> Probably. If I had to guess. Probably. But yeah, so that happened. You guys run a shop in downtown San Diego and have done you could so. call it that. <laughs> and have done so for 11 years at this point. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. That's a long Fucking time. Fucking kill me. What's, what's some of the craziest shit you guys have seen while, while being down here? In the store? Yeah. While working, whatever. <clears throat> Oh man! I mean, we've. I saw a homeless church. So, <laughs> wait, <laughs> that was cool. I mean, Jay's yeah. hella confused right now. Yeah, because there's so much. <laughs> there's so much. I mean, we've seen even in front of our building. I didn't personally see it. I heard it, and uh, then there was a dead dude. <laughs> wait, oh, what? I heard a gunshot. I looked outside. There was a dude laying in the street dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. How long ago was this? I don't know. Three years ago? Four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, it was uh, like a Saturday night. He was just, I th- we heard arguing. I think he was arguing with a car next to him. He got out of the car. They shot him. He just drove and off. And drove off. We heard it peel out. We look. He's laying in the street and he's already gone. Damn. That's crazy, yeah. That's the, the, the gnarliest thing I saw. But, I mean, I've seen, like, people have, like, overdosed <laughs> right in front of our building. Yeah. We've had a guy try to, like... We had a guy come in and threaten to kill us before. Oh, yeah. And then the UPS guy hemmed him up real quick. (laughs) The UPS guy beat him up? He hemmed him up. He didn't beat him him up. He put him in a police hold. He put him in this crazy like wrist lock thing and drove his boot into his neck. (laughs) And then held him there for like five minutes until the cops showed up. And apparently if you say somebody has a gun, the cops will be there immediately because I, I walked in on it. I didn't even know what was happening. Um, I missed it. I, I, I came in. Yeah, I came yeah. into the store and I look at the UPS guy and he's got him in this weird twist up move, this pretzel pretzel move. 
And the dude's like laying on the ground, just pleading like to the UPS guy, like, please let me up via like being choked. Mm-hmm. He's doing this with one hand boot on the neck. And then in the other hand, he's calling the cops. He's like, this guy threatened to kill us. Apparently he came into the, our store. He had his hand behind his back. He was holding a cell phone, but he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. <laughs> Jesus. And so the UPS guy's like, no, you're not. Yeah, not today. Yeah, not today. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. I went outside for a second to see what, how quickly the cops would show up. And you they were, were useless. I was useless. I was useless. <laughs> cops showed up within like two minutes. Well, and like the, a jillion the poli- of them. The police station is what? That makes- doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Cops are always down here. Like the other night, there was a some kids that stole a Honda Civic or some shit. And so the cops were chasing them around downtown for like an hour. <laughs> so you just kept hearing them like roaring up and down each of the streets. <laughs> they were trying to do spike strips. They finally took them out. Oh, we only know this because we have one of those weird police scanner apps. Why? Because, uh, because all the weird so much shit crazy that shit that, that goes on down here. You hear stuff and then you go, was that a gunshot? I yeah. don't know. So put, turn on the police scanner app. All right. Can we turn on. You listening at home, download the police scanner app. Yeah, the San Diego dispatch, dude. It's pretty cracking. <laughs> it's not as cracking as most cities, though. No, it is. It's actually like on the top 10 lists. The police scanner, like police what? scanners, you can listen to. Yeah, San Diego's in the top ten on that app of like. Dude, if you go on there, if you go on there, there's a few hundred people listening. Really? Yeah. At any time, you can go on there. It's like two hundred, three hundred people listening. That's so crazy. It's just popular. It doesn't mean it cracks off a lot. I mean, I'm sure something's happening. I don't know. Every I heard night. that San Diego's pretty mellow compared to other cities. Is Chirac? Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure that that's at the top. Most cities. Chicago, New York, LA. First, yeah, LA. Yeah. I was impressed San Diego was even on that top 10. <laughs> I mean, we're what, the 12th largest city in the in the country, something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not hard to imagine why it would be towards the top. I'm sure Miami has some lit shit going on too. Vegas. Vegas. I don't know. Vegas. Oh, I just feel like Vegas would be just sad and depressing. <laughs> Man threatening to kill himself. Have you ever walked? Yeah. Have you ever walked down the strip in the middle of the day? Yes, it's it's, it's fucking. You want to slit your wrist, kind of. Yeah, it's <laughs> you, not fun. You're kind of like, man, this was a, a where yeah, where thing. did I make this life decision? I've never really had a good experience in Vegas, but I will always want to go back. I no, not me. I'm I, with her on that. You don't even like drink. A, what like do a few you get months out, out I'll go. Hmm, I kind of want to go to Vegas. You guys go but to I don't know why. that. You go to Magic, right? Uh, the you, trade shows. Yeah, the we yeah. We, we we used, used to. We we don't really do that as much anymore now that we only focus on our own brand. Yeah. Speaking of that, when streetwear, the bottom of streetwear, kind of fell out. That mm-hmm. was a good day. <laughs> did it did it happen all at once or <laughs> no? Was it over? It took. A it while. was gradual. So, okay. So could you see it coming? It it pretty much started. When the financial crisis hit. Oh, eight? Yeah. Yeah, right around there. And so. then everyone's life just imploded. It's in the 90s, there was a abundance of skateboard brands. There were too many brands and too many shops and not enough consumers. But at the end of the day, the skateboard was the catalyst. So people were like, that was the attachment. Streetwear, what's the attachment? There is no, it's like streetwear can be anything. It's too flighty. Streetwear gained in popularity. There was a lot of brands 
a lot of stores, especially in Southern California, and there weren't enough consumers on top of a crumbling economy. Well, also, like, the internet, this is going to sound stupid, but online shopping wasn't really huge yet. I feel like that had an effect on it, too. Everybody started developing online shopping, and I just feel like that exacerbated it. How much did Karma Loop's jack threads and things like that affect business? I think Karma Loop fucked us up. It affected it a lot, but then every, like, where are they now? Oh, yeah, they went bankrupt. Did you read that fucking story of how lit that office was working at Karma Loop? I'm sure it's like going to Google. No, no. uh, Somebody wrote a story about how they used to work at Karma Loop, and essentially it was mostly drugs and sex going on in the office. Tight. Yeah, it was. It's like working for American Apparel or some shit. Yeah. Sounds tight. I feel like I mean, that the was ho- just mostly the so, owner. Yeah, and also this is all. I mean, I guess this is that one Pecker person's so perspective, but like a lot of this shit is all rumors that we just hear that we don't know for certain. But it was kind of just an accident. We opened the store to sell some of our friends' brands. We sold books and we sold toys, and that was because that was a reflection of the shit that I was into, and I wanted to create an outlet for it in San Diego. Then all of a sudden, people were like looking for brands like Crooks and Castles in the hundreds. But between LA and San Diego, we were one of the only shops for the longest that had it. And then we were one of the only shops that was allowed to sell it online. We were like kind of slaying it for a minute. Oh, 2006. We were, Out of like a 300 square foot store. Yeah, we were kind of killing it, but we didn't really learn anything from it. And I can't speak for Darcy, but I just thought that that's the way... It was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Karma Loop comes around. Active comes around. The bigger box shops that can afford to order more. They can order deeper. And you, we can't compete with that. They also provide mm-hmm. free shipping and things like that. When you're a small mom and pop, you well, can't. It wasn't only that. It was like the brand started to get desperate too. Because the economy was crumbling, and so they got desperate and started discounting and selling to discount retailers. and Like Jack Threads. They started undercutting their own brands, and there was a lot of factors yeah. all at once. Is there anything that you know now that you would change? Yeah, don't open a store. <laughs> uh, we would have definitely stayed in the, the location that we're at now. We would have never moved. We had okay. just expanded to Yeah, we tried to, location. yeah. We moved into a bigger location. We picked up more brands than we should have. We spent money on a build-out we shouldn't have spent money on. That's what we would have did differently. And I think we would have started our brand a lot earlier. And we would have started our brand a lot earlier because the, all the signs were there. Like I said, we initially were trying to open up a retail space, not start a brand. But when you're carrying rogue status or you're carrying some of these brands that are giving you credibility... Now, all of a sudden, people are checking for what you have to offer. They want to say, hey, I bought this shirt from this store, right? At some point, we were selling more of our own brand than anything else in the shop. That's why we decided in order for us to sort of survive, we're going to need to go back to our original location and just focus in on our own product. And that's kind of what we've done. But then Darcy started the cookie thing, which I think... I mean, I personally think... It's a whole other learning curve. Yeah, and I think it takes precedence over the apparel, personally, because I think that there's more to offer 
on the cookie side than there is with the apparel. Even in a downed economy, people will eat sugar. You know, on an up and upswing or downswing, they're going to eat sugar. You know, they want sweets. Her product is there, and it's unique. For me, it's like all the pieces are there. As far as apparel is concerned, we still do it and we love it, but it's more of a passion thing now. And, um, you know, again, it's like best case scenario, we might have a customer come in and buy one of everything that we put out, but it's just not enough product. But you may have somebody come in every single day for the cookies. Yeah, yeah. How are things going with the the cookies, Dars? <sighs> um, they're not going just yet. I you don't gotta, know. You got to talk into the mic. We're um, <clears throat> I don't want to talk into the mic. <laughs> also, I just learned. Um, <laughs> I just learned that it is um, National Women's Day. Congratulations! So, yeah, I'm pretty proud. And um, also, I would like to be paid to not do this podcast. <laughs> so I heard that was a deal some people were getting, and I'd like the same. <laughs> what? Yeah, women are getting paid to stay home from work. Paid, oh, really? Paid day off. That's sick. Yeah. I wish so I, I would had like that the deal. same. Damn, when's Men's Appreciation Day? Reach into your pocket. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every day is Men's Appreciation Day. <laughs> So, it's a day without women. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm yeah. glad we caught you at home. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's up with the cookies? It's going through growing pains right now. We're just trying to figure out a better production facility, and we have to make some modifications to the to our retail store. So we're just to on meet all that like stuff. yeah, just the the city. <clears throat> The city is requiring us to do certain things that we didn't know we had to do. So basically, if you sell prepackaged food, less than 25 square feet of prepackaged food, then you don't have to get a health permit. But because our cookies are stuffed with cheesecake, they're considered potentially hazardous. So now we have to get a health permit. We have to change our refrigeration. And we didn't know. Yeah, because we thought that we were safe because everything's prepackaged and done offsite. So we're not touching anything in the store. So although we didn't know, it's ask for forgiveness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of asking ahead beforehand, we ask for forgiveness. That's kind of where we're at. So it kind of puts you in a bad spot. A little bit. And We've been down for a little, but we'll be, we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's good. And, yeah. and, and if anything, it's only going to just sort of legitimize the business even more where we were trying to like fly under the radar a little bit. Keep it on the low. Yeah, I guess. I mean, a lot of it, you know, unfortunately. Well, a lot of it is just like bootstrapping. You're just trying to do everything boom. with zero budget. We yeah. have a friend that has commercial <clears throat> kitchens and he lets us use them. And so. Which is super helpful. We just, But we just need a better permanent solution because everything is set up for restaurants. It's not really set up for bakery. And so you're sort of limited to what you can make in the space. Will the state come through and check? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah nanny state so we're working on that well yeah and then that's the other thing too some of it is like when you're moving at government speed if we were if we were in a position where we had to bootstrap everything and we just we could probably we ha- expedite this with yeah some money yeah get it but this is a, this is the world we live in so yeah shout outs to the government <laughs> government's fucking tight Super how about this tight. new government it's pretty oh, tight jesus i fucking the only thing, really, the only thing that's been on my mind is like yo-yoing. Yeah, oh, where's like the it. talent portion of this podcast? Because I would like to see a, a trick. I don't have any yo-yos with me. I God don't bring them damn around. It. 
I don't. I like when he does the finger guns. He does the whole <laughs> yo-yo move, and he goes at the, <laughs> at the end, end with the little finger gun. Yeah. Are your listeners familiar with your Instagram? Yeah, do your listeners? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram if at you guys if you underscore can. that Denzel and look at me do some yo-yo tricks. It's pretty tight. I'm, I'm glad Denzel, you guys what, enjoy it. What's yeah. your, what's your whole what's the whole stick with this? podcast what what, what, what yeah what are there, you just said hey come do our podcast segments? like what what do you no no segments yeah but what we don't listen <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh no 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 segments i mean chet and i chet and i will typically bring in things that we want to talk about mostly involving the questions that were asked on the show and things of that nature but what you say chet's better at this podcast than you yeah Oh shit! <laughs> so we got the lesser. Yeah, we got the B host. <laughs> we got the B side host. God damn it, Chet! Damn, Chet! Why'd you have to go to Japan and shit, Chet? <laughs> Fuck! Is Chet white? That sounds like a very no. He's black and Puerto Rican. What? Chet? Name Chet? Yeah, that's a very white name. <laughs> that's like an '80s villain. Major, uh, <laughs> Weird science. <laughs> Rest Shoot. in peace, Bill Paxton. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. His name Chet. was Chet, huh? Yeah. Do you spin this? That was my <laughs> Chet impression. Oh no. So I mean, what, what, well, what, what do you guys normally talk about though on your? Uh, it varies from I'm week interviewing to week. you. I mean, you would know if you listen to the show. Hey man, I listened <laughs> to like ten minutes and then I had something else to do. Darcy's <laughs> attention. Darcy doesn't even listen to our podcast. Fuck she fucking no. hates it. It's she talks so boring. shit. Dude, it's so boring. You guys should go listen to it. <laughs> Great upsell, Darcy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, one of my favorite episodes of your show is the one, anyone with Christy on it. Any any episode that Those was ones Christy are the on. most. Oh, the one that you were also on? Oh, I, I enjoyed that one. Uh-huh, I bet. And then you guys tried to set me up with a date. With Christy. No, with I Christy. feel like you did it. Did you I? did that. We had nothing to do with that. I feel like somebody. You might have teed that up. I don't think I we don't did. Know. I don't know. I'm definitely do you not going to Do you talk you about your love life on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, I do. Can we talk about how you canceled this podcast yesterday because you had a date? Oh, I yeah. like how like yeah. I don't have shit to do. I mean. I'll yeah. just, I'll move my schedule around your date. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's like, hey, you want to do our, want to do my podcast? Sure, no problem. All right. Hey, I'm going to have to reschedule. I got a date. Yeah. Was it a hot date? Uh, yeah. As it's, I went to. Uh, a bar in Spring Valley. This dude went to like. Oh God, this already sounds bad. <laughs> Midday too. This dude went no, to like no, Dave no. and Buster's. It's two thirty in the afternoon. He goes to a bar. I would in go Spring I would, Valley. I would go to that bar in the, in the middle of the day. Jesus That's Christ! Just, they have a sign that says mimosas are X amount bottle full bottle of champ champagne. Champagne is spelled wrong. Ten dollars. <laughs> and I was just like, Yo. can you imagine why it's spelled wrong if it's ten dollars? It's perfect. That sounds perfect <laughs> to me. I and they have like five dollar beer and shot combos, oh, which Jesus. are this guy is going magnifique. to the Costco of bars like <laughs> that's not, it's dope. He goes to bars for value and quantity. <laughs> this fool is like, I mean, this is dude is like reason? all about the never ending apps. TGI Fridays and shit. Nah, man, I don't. Yeah, you can't be out here eating and drinking. You just got to eat beforehand, let it settle. Okay, so what happened? We had a good time. I'll leave it at that. Jesus Christ, that was it. That was so boring. How did you? You asked me. How'd you meet her? Online. 
how do how do you meet anybody now? You can't. You I can't don't be, fucking know. <laughs> I don't meet anyone. I you don't can't walk out of the house and then go start talking. This to is people. very true. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. You have to go online and start chatting. You can if you up. have a dog. Darcy is. Have you I'm thought about a, getting I'm a dog? Kidnap your dog. Yeah, it's she's a puss magnet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bubble girl over here. But you can't. Puss you can't magnet. be creepy. <laughs> I'm not creepy. You uh, are kind of creepy, dude. Uh, all right. Explain wait, so this to me. are you? Wait. The first wait. thing is denial, right? Yeah. Okay. First stage. All right. Explain. You how don't creepy. understand that you're creepy. That's your problem. Yeah, the denial okay. part. You go in expecting puss. No. You do. No, you think never about do. puss from <laughs> the jump. Never. Ever. See, that's how you fuck yourself up. That's how you get fucked up in the game when you're out here expecting to get pussy. No, I go out and I expect to have a good time, and that does not. Why are you yelling at us? Because his voice like raised. He changed. He changed it up. (laughs) He was like a composed host. Yeah, Yeah, I was. I was. Because he's showing his like cards. I'm not. I'm not out here. Like maybe, maybe I am doing something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would explain a lot. It would explain a lot. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't de- know i definitely think he thinks he's gonna slay no yeah. he's in slay yeah. denial no yeah. i never yeah, never no, once he, oh never once it's never once yeah, huh? we talked about this like two weeks ago how you <laughs> thought you were gonna tap that ass on the one and then it didn't work out like where i mean we won't yeah i thought it was going better than there's it was. no we'll more protect details the innocent, for that but... story <laughs> no no because right. she's definitely listening. <laughs> so this is what your she listeners loves, have to. She loves podcasts. No, typically it's uh, it's more me screaming about how like how I fucked up. Like I went to a roller rink by myself. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that is so sad. <laughs> Did you stay for the slow skate? Uh, no, huh. no. I fell down a whole bunch though. Why? Was... Why? Why? I got advice from somebody that said, "Hey, you go should- to a roller skating rink by yourself." They didn't specify with somebody or without somebody. What? <laughs> what was okay? Let's hear this advice because I need to. I need to weigh in. <laughs> they, they. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty succinct. They just said, "Hey, you should try going to a roller rink. There are a ton of babes there." <laughs> Jesus Christ! This was definitely a guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are not a ton of babes at the roller skating rink. What did you learn? <laughs> that there aren't. <laughs> not, <laughs> not down here. Did he mean like small children? Because <laughs> No, dog. Just I mean, <laughs> there are there are older people that go. And the <laughs> the dumbest Like old the folks home thing... people? <laughs> no, How no. old? Like yeah, actually old folks people. <laughs> like people when 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 roller skating small was popping. Children. When they were Utes, yeah, <laughs> roller skates. No, oh no. Jesus! I mean, and the, the the worst mistake that I had made was I went on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that story couldn't be sadder. I don't think. <laughs> Did you eat a meal alone at the roller skating rink? No, no, the just a man and his yo-yo. <laughs> the concession stand was closed. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, what shit. on earth it was like? <laughs> you, you know what I'm gonna do today, Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh shit! What was the process oh, that went through your mind? Uh, I just said fuck it. I don't have. Did you get to dressed up or did you wear cargo shorts? <laughs> hey, I stopped wearing cargo shorts. Yes. 
successfully, oh, this guy's in pants right I now. I successfully yeah. shamed him out of cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the way it was like cargo shorts and like and like goalie jerseys. <laughs> this guy's wearing like soccer goalie jerseys and like cargo shorts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, and dusty as fuck ones, by the way. Like yeah. mega dirty. Oh, like that time that you're. Yeah. Your dog had her anal juice leak all over my shorts. That was a highlight. (laughs) And then he wore them the next day. I washed them. With gland juice. I washed those fucking shorts. (laughs) I feel sorry for anyone listening to this podcast. It took a weird turn. (laughs) Or when he had that polar fleece with candy canes. (laughs) Candy canes stuck to it. (laughs) This fool, fool, just for everyone listening, this fool was rolling around with a sweatshirt with candy canes stuck to it. Like, unintentionally. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, but Denzel, can we talk about something? Who the fuck eats a candy cane like that? Like, who eats it and, like, breaks it into pieces and somehow gets it stuck on their sweater? I don't you know. had to slobber on the piece <laughs> that was stuck. That's what I'm saying. Why? Yeah. Why? I'm just taking, like, bite, like, breaking it off. Like a savage. Like a ne- <laughs> what, do you want here? me to like suck on it? Well, take out, it easy. Out here I think he does. I think he does want you to suck on it. On a candy cane as I walk down the street. Just no. I doing, just. I just. I just want my friend to not cane. have candy canes stuck to a sweater. Like, hey, that. it hasn't happened, and that was like what four or five years ago. I don't know. It feels like it yesterday. Could have been more. <laughs> it's burned into my memory, though. Oh yeah, for sure. There's a lot of Denzel moments burned. <laughs> Jeez. In our memory. He's fully regretting inviting us home. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, this well, is all getting edited out. No, no, it's staying in. There you staying go. In. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man. I mean, what's the what's the point? What's the point? So like, this is what your listeners have to. No, it's typically it's the show. What do you guys talk about? He screams or some shit. That's what he said. <laughs> like, what do you guys talk about? Like, what's the, like what's what what is that like? Just uh, any can you number believe, of things. Can you believe what they did on Warcraft today? We do talk about video game updates. Okay, I'm with that, though. Oh, dude, how about the uh, new Nintendo system? The Switch, I think it's fucking garbage. What a piece of shit it is. (laughs) Is it a piece of shit? Oh, my God, such a piece of shit. Why are people claiming that it's faster than an Xbox or PS4? Because it's fucking stupid. People, People like to glom onto weird statistics about video game systems just to try to justify them by Hey man, it. I love Nintendo, but I, this I bought is the end. No, no, it's not. You don't because, think so? Because people fucking jerk off Nintendo and try to sell it to people who wouldn't normally buy that system. They now have third-party support, whereas before, they were self-publishing all their games, and most of their games were fucking garbage. They have weird control schemes, and a lot of developers didn't want to develop on those systems. Mm. Though I'll I'll admit like Zelda looks cool, the new Mario looks cool, Mario yeah, Kart works. is is sick. Yeah, the the new Zelda works, but there are problems with it. The frame rate is all hitchy and fucked up. How are you developing? So they just a game rolled out too you? early. I think so. Yeah, because they're, their earnings people call are like, force them out. People are like fucking up their systems by putting on the things wrong. Oh right? really? Yeah. Sick. Putting what things on? The Joy Cons. The, the, oh, they're the they're getting they're breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. There's like no instruction really. Yeah, <laughs> Arthur and I watched like a 15 minute video yesterday of all the people just fucking up there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Of their system. That's so fucking terrible. It's like a a system medley, like a people breaking. Oh, the dude, shit. it's 15 like, it's minutes like lots long. Of, it's like lots of problems. That shit I came guess out like a week those, ago, didn't those, it? Th- those yeah. fucking things on the side, the controls or whatever, those aren't. 
affixed to the system very well. They're pretty flimsy and like people turning on the system and it just doesn't work at all. Mm. Yeah, it's a P- Nintendo. Nintendo's out here fucking around. So are you are you a are you a PC gamer or more of a console gamer? PC. Okay, so this was my question for you because I grew up playing consoles and like I'm really comfortable with that format. However, <clears throat> I've been watching like a lot of YouTube videos of like people playing H1Z1. Mm-hmm. His like, favorite is like little skunky. <laughs> little skunky is that is that Darcy is that a person? like we we I was ha- trying to have a serious <laughs> sorry question and Darcy jumps in with some obscure shit that now we have to try to explain that nobody's gonna who's little skunky it uh, it doesn't even matter I'm not even gonna that's I'm not, not even biting. his name that's I'm, not even his I'm name. not biting I'm not okay. biting okay it's a skunk king or some shit oh my god she's not gonna let it go. <laughs> oh, hey. It's all retarded to me. Oh. Go on. So H1Z1, being a console player, I'm interested in potentially getting into PC gaming. Is it going to be? Is that going to be hard for me to pick up? Uh, mouse and keyboard are a little bit hard <laughs> to get used to. Yeah. If you've been using a, a gamepad the entire time, and ever since you started playing. Yeah, ever since, and it's mostly first-person shooters. Yeah, I mean, you can use a gamepad on computer, but you'll be at a disadvantage because with the with the mouse, you can do so much more. Yeah, that's what I, that's what they say. So, like, I'm watching these console guys, like you know, first person shooters, like mostly COD, you know, Call of Duty. Yeah, <clears throat> and these guys are like playing H1Z1 now, and it's, it looks super fun. It looks interesting. I like that whole concept of King of the Hill, Last Man Standing type thing. It's been interesting today. I want to thank you both for coming. Are we off. done? Wait, that's it. it he's got a fu- meeting to go to. What the fuck? Uh, well, I just I told I, like him, I asked him if he could do the, the meeting. Barely Scott, what do you want to I, talk about? More about you. <laughs> no, <laughs> your personal life. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to start playing ping pong. It's I want to play. Oh yeah, oh, you already tennis? fucked up. That's called table tennis. Table tennis. Mm-hmm. Competitive Fucking table rookie. tennis. Is it not called yo-yoing? Is there some sort of other name for it that the yo-yo people are like, dude, yo-yo, that's embarrassing. We call it. No. Uh, people people inside of the yo-yoing community will sometimes refer to it as throwing. <laughs> but Sorry. It's still yo-yoing. It's, it's, so the only kind of throwing Denzel's doing is the yo-yo. <laughs> yes. I mean, as opposed to what? Vagina. Yeah. If I throw a pussy, yeah, that's what, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? I'm throwing pussy out here. Uh, yeah, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. Man, are you going on another date? No, with this girl from the other day. Uh, probably. It went so yeah. well. You're never going again. <laughs> so was that the first time you met her? Yeah, first time. Tight. And she wants. Ba- she's coming back for more. Maybe I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's tough to tell. I hope she doesn't for listen you. to this podcast. For you, it's she, very tough. I mean, no. Nobody. Not, at least, I, I talked about this last week, but the goal here is to make sure that nobody that I ever go out on a date with ever listens to this podcast. No women. <laughs> women are allowed to listen, just not the women. I don't think that that's going to be a problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I, I, we've done 56 episodes, and my girlfriend hasn't listened to a single one. She gives zero fucks. <laughs> has, has she been on one yet? No. Uh, just in the background getting yelled at and shit. <laughs> Jeez. 
Bye. Oh, the cabin one she was kind of in. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, bye. Sorry yeah. for boring your fucking podcast. <laughs> fucking podcast over. Fine. It's at least a portion of it is interesting. The portion about me now. Probably the portion not. that I you're going to. I love that the most. <laughs> so we need to keep recording in order to get to an hour because I feel like this fool is editing how out. Much, of, how much he's going to edit uh, out? I still have to. Well, what I'm going to do when I get home is record the questions that are on the subreddit. Should I just do a solid Are we minute? fucking up? This dude's got like subreddits and shit. I fucking his... asked him. I don't know. What, when, what kind of uh, segments we got going here? I Nothing nothing special. Oh, okay. Should yeah. I just do a solid minute of um right now? <laughs> <laughs> just for the just for editing purposes yeah mm-hmm. we're doing we did a, a minute of ums back there that he edited out <laughs> 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 all right all right well thanks everybody for listening you can Sorry find us on you you can find us on twitter at x real nerd hours you can follow me at that denzel on twitter and at underscore that denzel on instagram you can come to the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours are you, you on follow- itunes yes we're on itunes we're on google play stitcher pocket cast soundcloud you'll find we're this on- shit anywhere yeah except for on Libsyn because oh, we're ne- we don't use Libsyn. no lip syncs for anyone Libsyn. you can find jay on on Twitter at five and a dime, and you can find him <laughs> the, the, on the number five A and D A D I M E. And you can find Instagram him on, is the same. Okay, and uh, five and a dime dot com is the same. Just keeping it simple. <laughs> and the podcast is five D podcast. You can find us on Instagram as five D podcast, and you can listen to them on iTunes and SoundCloud only because we're not as smart as you. Uh, I can help you out with that. Okay. And Darcy. Put us on, on, man. Please. You can find me in the streets. You can find Darcy at home, probably. Oh, yeah. You can find Darcy in on Instagram at naps. Salty D. What? Salty. Don't put me out there like that, dude. Salty 5D. You're going to see Salty some pictures Wait, of Wait, do you want corgis? me to. Should I be booping right now? Boop. The, so you can't hear the salty. Yeah, can you boop over Beep. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. All right. Well, yeah. perfect. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next Wait, week. Wait, I have a cookie company. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Darcy's Company, the Good Stuff Cookie Company. You can't buy any at- cookies right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> can somebody get me off this train, please? <laughs> <laughs> this wild ride stops for no one. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank for you for listening that's at home. Worth. Anybody, you guys have anything else to plug? Uh, come to the shop. Yeah, on come to five. Yeah, come to five and I'm on Eighth and G. The good stuff. Cookie Co's there. We co we uh, we uh, co brand the space, and then we um, have our podcast as well. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for the um. We we have the hickeys and dry humps, which is our party that we throw all over San Diego. We have a big party on Friday with Andre Power and Joe K from Selection. So if you're into that stuff, uh, come to Bang Bang. We still have some tickets available on hickeysanddryhumps.com. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're out there trying to trying to do stuff for San Diego. So whatever that's worth, come through if you're right, in San Diego. Thank you guys. How about you, D? I got nothing. <laughs> I already plugged it. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> All right. Good night. All right, guys. Thanks.